0: Welcome to this episode of Come, Follow Me, Disciples' Journey. This episode um, will cover sections 39 and 40 of the Doctrine and Covenants. So, section 39 and 40, both uh, are revelations to and for and about uh, a man named James Coville. Um, This is a a story about, or I guess that highlights the the principle that many are called, but few are chosen. Uh, James Coville was called by personal revelation through the prophet joseph smith um to to work in the lord's vineyard to labor for zion and he is someone who covenanted and promised and committed to fulfill that work and then did not he was somebody who has had been a a minister for about 40 years of his life so He had, you know, a congregation and he had, um, teachings that he had been, was very familiar with in terms of Christianity that maybe were not necessarily in line with the the true gospel. Whatever the reasons were for his not being able to follow through with his commitments, we don't really know. What we do know is that he didn't, um, he was called to, to, to serve, to baptize, to to be a missionary, and he would have had to forsake many of his beliefs and to confess to these to his followers that he was now going to move to Ohio to join the Saints. So there was there was a great deal of sacrifice required, but nonetheless, he had made the commitment. So uh, in January there. 1831, there was a conference which I mentioned in a previous episode. And after this conference, uh, this is what Joseph Smith said there was a man by the name uh, who came to me by the name of James Coville, who had been a Baptist minister for about 40 years and covenanted with the Lord that he would obey any command that the Lord would give unto him through me as his servant. And I received the following. So he received section 39 after James Coville approaches him and says, Whatever the Lord says to you for me, um, I'll do it. So the Lord makes some promises and some pretty awesome promises to to James, but he was in part of those promises. They were if then promises. If you do this, then this. Preach the gospel. Come, go to Ohio. Join the saints. Then these marvelous promises. Um, and at, section forty is a very short section, but what we learn is that. Brother Coville rejected these promises. He rejected uh, his covenants. And so we learn something here. At least one of the things that I learned was the importance of making covenants and keeping covenants, making and keeping sacred covenants. The promises of the Lord are ours to have, to claim. They are there. The Lord has made them. Whether we claim them is up to us. That's the action that we have to take. We can do nothing to earn them. We can do nothing to create them. They are the Lord's to give alone. But he's already given them. And so our part is to claim them, to make the covenants and to keep the covenants. Verse 9 of section 39 hints that maybe Brother Covil had rejected the word of the Lord in the past because of pride. We don't know a lot. Um, but that does seem to be kind of what's hinted at. Um, President Kimball said frequently pride gets in the way in our way and becomes our stumbling block. But each of us needs to ask himself the question, is your pride more important than your peace? All too frequently, one who has done many splendid things in life and made an excellent contribution will let pride cause him to lose the rich reward to which he would be entitled otherwise. And that's exactly what happened with Brother Coville. It's what happens with us in, all, in our lives, is if we get caught up on pride, then we don't claim the blessings that are ours to be had. Um, President Harold B. Lee mentioned, told a story once about a, a Sunday school teacher who taught about the iffy blessings. And they're the, if you do this, then this. I call them the if-then blessings. i mentioned them before. But these are all over the place in in this section, in section 10 and 11 especially, or verses 10 and 11, and all throughout the scriptures, you'll notice that this is a pattern of the Lord. The Lord promises us blessings, um, but they are almost always an if-then type of statement. If you do this thing, then you have claim upon this blessing that I'm willing to give you. Um. The Lord revealed, does reveal some uh, interesting and important points about his second coming in this section to Brother Koval. In verses 19 through 24, we learn at least five things. And these things now are, are obviously, they can be, no, obviously, these things can be learned in other places, but the Lord teaches at least five truths in this section about it. The kingdom of heaven is at hand, so it's coming soon. The servants of God are to prepare the way for his coming. So our job and responsibility is to prepare for the coming of the Lord. No one knows the day and hour of his coming. Uh, Those who receive the Holy Ghost will be looking for his coming and will know him. For, As Moroni said in Paul, For we shall see him as he is, for we shall be like him because of the Holy Ghost uh, cleansing us and purifying us. And number five, he will come quickly. So it's coming soon, the time is coming, and when he does come, it will be quick. So those are five of, the, of five points uh, of doctrine that we learn about the second coming just from this section. So, um, verses 1 and 2, which is the section of, of, which is the entire section of section 40, says we learn that Brother Covil rejected, and um, his duties are, are need to be replaced essentially. And what is, Joseph Fielding Smith taught um, some things or something about why he thought Brother Coville had rejected the word of the Lord. He said Brother Coville was convinced of the truth, for it is clear that the Lord revealed to him things which he had, which he and the Lord alone knew to be the truth. However, when he withdrew from the influence of the Spirit of the Lord, and had time to consider the fact that he would lose the fellowship of the world and his place and position among his associates, he failed and rejected the promises, promises and the blessings which, which the Lord offered. That's We face that same thing in our every, every day, almost. There are times in our life when we know that the Lord is speaking to us. We know the truthfulness of the gospel without a shadow of a doubt. We know that God is with us. We've seen his hand, but then those times fade. The midnights of life come, the storms rage, and now we're left to to decide: was what we felt fake? Was what we knew actually what we knew, or was it some imagined thing? This is the test of life. This is when uh, the psalmist David writes, "Prove me, O Lord." When in the Old Testament we read, "Try, try me." and prove me this word try and and test and prove in the scriptures that's what the test is it's not some test that we can pass because of our great knowledge the the test is for us it's to prove it to uh, ourselves God knows everything God knows all we can't prove anything to him it's about proving to ourselves the test is for us what is that test? it's not some test if we ace this and like oh because we're so smart and we're so good, we can earn eternal life. No, no. What it is, is, simply put, will we choose our faith when confronted with doubts? Will we choose our faith when confronted with worldly evidence? There are times in our life when it's so strong, we, there's, we can never doubt. But those times fade. If it was always like that, which it's easy to want. It's I am guilty of that. I want that, but if it was always like that, then life would be easy, and making the choice there would be no choice, and it would frustrate the plan. Brother Kovel experienced this. He knew he was at that conference. He knew that Joseph Smith was a prophet. He came up and said, "Whatsoever the Lord saith unto you, for me, I'll do it." Just as the as Mary said to the servants at the wedding feast. To, uh, when Christ turned the water into wine, he said, she said, Whatsoever he saith unto you, do it. And they, like Mary, accepted the word of the Lord unconditionally and in advance. Brother Coville did that. He accepted it unconditionally and in advance. But then when the Spirit withdrew and he was confronted with the Satan saying, Oh, yeah, well, you're going to have to tell everyone you were wrong. You're going to lose your job. You're going to have to uproot your family. What does he choose? What are you going to choose? What would you choose? Because those times will come, and they're going to come often. And the stronger the sunshine is during the, the bright and easy times, quote unquote easy, when the when the spirit is is burning within you, and you have a knowledge, and an, the brighter and stronger that those moments are, ooh, the harder those that decision is going to be later on. The more. Uh, Satan is going to is try to go is going to try to cast doubt and say if this is true then wouldn't it be easier if this is if thou be the son of God pull yourself down from off that cross the devil's if that's what always will follow it will always follow but if we choose and as we choose to our faith over our doubts and over our fear will always follows. Crucifixion Friday is a glorious resurrection on Sunday. That, that glory may not come in this life and in temporal blessings, but come it will. Brother Coville chose the world, the evidence, and his doubts. The key is for us to learn from that and to avoid doing that in our own life. As we rely wholly upon Jesus Christ we can get through those hard times and those dark times because that's really what it's about. Is that's the test? Will we rely on Him? Will we throw up the sponge, as C.S. Lewis says, and say, "I can't do it. I need You to do it." And it's right as soon as we've tried our utmost, we've paid, the, we've paid our last farthing, we've gone as far as we can go, and we throw it up and say, "I can't do this," but I know that You can. That's when He comes. That's when then the day will break again. The dawn will start to come. I know these things from my own experience in life. There have been times where I haven't chosen the way that I should have. I've been chastised and had to be corrected. Repentance is real and powerful though. And there have been times where I have and I've seen them and reaped the blessings that were there waiting for me that the Lord was willing to give me. Thanks for studying me with st- don't study me. Thanks for studying with me this week. I hope you have enjoyed uh, this week's study, and hope you'll join me next week. Uh, thanks again, and we will talk soon.